as the 21st century began, human evolution was at a turning point. Natural selection, the process by which the strongest, the smartest, the fastest reproduced in greater numbers than the rest, a process which had once favored the noblest traits of man, now began to favor different traits. It's Cooper and Anthony. Usually we do a let's get to know Cooper better. You know, Anthony Mm. comes in with all of his, yeah, you like to come with questions and then you ask me stupid questions and I give you stupid answers and... Get to know your Cooper is what we call it. Yeah. So I thought I would turn the tables and we would play Get to Know Your Anthony. Okay. It's the Cooper and Anthony show. Time to get to know your Anthony. Do I have to be truthful? I mean, I would hope you would be. Oh, okay. I'll try to be. Do you not want to be truthful? <laughs> I will be truthful. Yes. Well, then I don't want to do this if you're going to lie. <laughs> then that, what's the point of the segment? Then I just, you could just make shit up the whole, there's no point of it then. No, I, I will be truthful. Whenever a woman asks me if I want to be truthful, I say yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always truthful, yes. Okay, so um, 12 questions to get to know your Anthony. Okay. Question number one, Anthony, have you ever made out with somebody famous? Made out with somebody famous? I don't think so. I mean, how how famous are we talking here? Are we talking a B-movie or radio person? Yeah, it doesn't have to be Angelina Jolie, but, you know, maybe like a local weather reporter, like somebody who's known, somebody who's, somebody, okay, let's, here's the criteria. Somebody who, if you went to their Instagram profile, would consider themselves a public figure. Uh, no, I, I, then I will say no, because <laughs> <laughs> if you're going to make me name names, I'm going to say, uh, no, there, there was none. And how about you? Uh, oh, I've made out with lots of famous people. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> well, we know one that we don't talk about. Yeah. And I think wait, I know wait, like two wait, or hang three. On. Do you say one we don't talk about? Are you talking about John Stewart? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So John Stewart. And then there was some guy from 80s movies. Oh, I forgot about him. Right. And yep. 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 Mm-hmm. There's probably some teen idol. Yeah, you know what it was? When I first started out in radio, I was like, I was single, I was like 23, and we were hanging out with a lot of musicians, like, because we would do a lot of concerts mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So I ended up making out with a lot of them. I mean, I didn't really do much more than making out, you made but I certainly out with Joan made out with Jet. No, I almost made out with Joan Jett. I chickened out at the last minute. There was one that kissed you, though. One um, of those Del, rock. Del Bazio from that's, that's uh, miss, yeah, Del Bazio from Missing Persons. Not just kissed me, but stuck her tongue down my throat on a stage in front of an entire crowd of people, and they were screaming. And the only thing I remember is the taste of wine <laughs> because she had just had like six glasses of white wine she was or like Chablis. A drunk. Yeah, she was like a drunk, and all I tasted was wine. <laughs> yeah, so you have many. <laughs> yeah, and then um. And then I also made out with the drummer from one of your bands, Collective Soul. And didn't you have, was it Stone Double Pilots? Oh, I made out with that guy from Bare Naked Ladies, remember, down in, in Charlotte? Wow, what a horror. 
<laughs> but remember? Yeah, there's there's many that I you even know of. Yeah. Yeah, you were there for that one. So. Wow. Here's what's scary. Those are just the ones I remember. <sighs> See, that's why I'm I'm going back and uh, there's probably a lot I just don't remember. All right, here's question number two. What dead person would you love to bring back to life? Famous or just dead? Doesn't matter. I, I, I would have to say my father. Oh, right. So if it's a famous person, I don't know. No, no, no. Your father's a great answer. He was very young when he died, right? Like 36. 38? Oh, 36. Yeah. <gasps> so I would be much, he would be a kid to me now. Isn't that crazy to think about that your dad died at such a young age that now you'd be like. I wouldn't even hang out with him because he would be. You wouldn't even hang out, right. He would be young. <laughs> right. <laughs> you and you kids today. <laughs> <laughs> your dad would be a millennial. No, he'd be, is that Gen Z? No, he's a millennial. He'd be a millennial. Yeah. <laughs> he would be a millennial. Uh, yeah, so I'll, I'll have to say that. How about you? <laughs> um. This is the get to know Anthony one, though. I know, but I still want to know things about you. Oh, all right. Um, what dead person would I resurrect? You know, I was really tight with my grandma because we love to talk shit about my father together. So that was my favorite thing. She was. We were in like our own little um, club. Like we were really tight. She, we had. We went to like. Um, lunch. We did something together every Wednesday. That was our thing. We either had lunch or went shopping. Or um, she lived right near the Ziegfeld Theater in mm-hmm. Manhattan. It's gone now, but this big movie theater. Every time they put a new movie in, we'd go. No matter what it was, we'd go. So she was a fun grandma. And then it was great talking shit with her because she was like, let me tell you. And she <laughs> she mm-hmm. was great. So I'd bring her back because she was like one of my best friends. I would say Jesus would be number two because I have lots <laughs> of questions. <Right. laughs> I have many, many questions for him. And we would talk for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. True. Um, okay. What would be your concept for a new pop-up store or pop-up restaurant? Do you understand what a pop-up is? Yeah, just a, okay. a one-off real quick. Yeah. Restaurant. Or store. Either way, restaurant or store. It doesn't have to be food or just, if you don't want it to be. Pop-up store. And I've always wanted to have a radio station built into a restaurant. Oh, I like that idea. So you could have specials, but have them on the air and then beer companies could advertise on the station and then they would have signs in the restaurant and there's so many different things. You could have a band and have them live in the restaurant and live on the air. So I would like to do that. Yeah, that sounds cool. I would love that idea. I came up with a new business idea today. It's not a pop-up store, but it's kind of like a business idea that I mm-hmm. like. It's I was reading an article of how bad radio is dying nowadays. Mm-hmm. So radios, you know, it's basically a jukebox now. They only play 15 songs. No radio stations are breaking bands. There's no personality anymore. So I came up with a concept of why don't we post podcasts on radio station websites so they get content on their platform and they can promote us on the air. So they give us something we don't have. We give them something they don't have. 
Right. That's a great idea. Like we give them the content that they don't want to put on their actual air. And because, you know, most people, what's so interesting about um, radio stations is this is the change they've gone through. I remember when I was at PLJ, you were not allowed to bring any technology into the radio, into the studio, which was crazy because how else am I supposed to find out like latest breaking celebrity news? Like I was the entertainment reporter. Mm. So, So if news broke... I had to keep running out during commercials to like check my computer because they wouldn't let me bring my phone in, you know, which was so weird. And then I eventually convinced them that I had to bring my iPad in because I had to read stuff off of it because they didn't realize that it was like a giant phone (laughs) 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 that I could get on like, you know, TMZ and and Twitter on there. So, um, and then, and they'd be like, don't send people to the website. It's no big deal. Stop it. And then it it all changed where it's like, make sure you tell people plj.com and, and, you guys should have a podcast and put it up there and do some content just for the website. So they've now come around to the idea that the website not only is an important part of the radio station and the experience for a lot of people, but they can now get ratings off streams, off the apps, off the stream, all that kind of stuff. So, But they fired everybody so they can't get content anymore. So yeah. we would have a company that makes content – and you put us on your platform, promote us, and then we give you the content. Yeah, that's a great idea. I say make it happen. Okay, on it. Already bought the website. <laughs> of course you did. Already working on it, yeah. Okay, I think I know the answer to this question, but if you are forced to send either your mom, a sibling, or one of your children to maximum security prison for 20 years in your place, who would you send? Bye, mom. Yeah, I mean, it's nothing more than what she's doing now. She's just sitting at home staring at a TV anyway. So it's not like she gets out and does things. Yes, at least in prison you get exercise because they force you out out one hour a day into the yard. She would basically do the same thing that she's doing now, but just in a different couch. So she wouldn't be sacrificing anything to go to prison in your place? No. So, yeah, she would be happy to do it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. uh, If there was such a thing as a genie and you rubbed a lamp, Hmm. what three wishes are you asking for? Oh, I'm going to the typical guy thing where I'm going to say a million more wishes would be the first one. Okay. So we'll start there. A million more wishes. Okay, that's one. Yeah, uh, live forever, <laughs> fly, be invisible. Wait, wait, hang yeah. on. That's more than three. You got to do three. I have to do three? Yeah. What three wishes are you asking for from a genie? Uh, unlimited funds. Right. Happiness. No, I don't need to be happy. you know what i don't want to know you happy if you ever become happy i don't want like that's Uh, not the person i'm interested in hanging out limited funds okay uh do away with all stupid people (laughs) 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 i just take them all out i mean if it's 155 gazillion people and they're all dumb just take them out Mm -hmm. i'm done like the the putin people people like putin just take them out there's no reason for them Right. Fame. We'll go with fame. Oh, wow. Those are pretty lofty things. I was thinking you were going to say like a sandwich. Wow. That's pretty impressive. <laughs> no, with a, with unlimited funds, I can buy my own sandwich. 
That's a good point. Yeah, unlimited funds would be a good one. It's funny because people are like, I'd ask him for $100 million or a billion dollars. But hmm. don't give a number. Just say unlimited funds. That's that's better because that's there's no number on that. You just have as much money as you always want. I think I want to go the Johnny Depp route too and have my own island. Would you call it Fuck You Island? <laughs> Fuck You Island. Yeah. So nobody, because that <laughs> does away. So then you don't have to kill a billion people. You can just put me on an island. Right, which would make you very happy. Yeah, away from people. Yeah. Uh, what do you think is the most annoying thing about you? About me? Yeah. I- I'm a prick. Yeah. I even know way? I'm a prick. I mean, <laughs> it's even today when I was driving home today, the sun was kind of low and I got mad at the sun. <laughs> and there has to be a time in your life where you go, that's a little extreme. Right. That I'm yeah. mad at the sun for being too bright. Yeah. So, yeah, that's something you can't really control. Yeah. I'm even sick of me. <laughs> 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 I mean, nobody on the road can drive. Uh-huh. And I think that's got to be me. Right. <laughs> but it's it's never going to change. So I'm mad at everybody on the road. I'm mad at the sun. <laughs> I'm mad at the gas prices. I'm mad at everything. So... That's the thing that's that's probably the worst. Um, how about this? What is your most unpopular opinion? Oh, that we never landed on the moon. <laughs> <laughs> I will never believe that ever. There's no way you, you you can prove it to me. No, we didn't. You can't. In 1968, there's no way we made we had the technology to make it to the moon. Right. We don't okay. have the technology now to make it to the moon. North Korea can't even get a rocket to go more than 100 <laughs> miles. But we're going to put people on the moon in 1968. I don't believe it. Right, except for the fact that we did and it happened. Okay. And birds aren't real. Those are two very good unpopular opinions. I like that. Yeah. No, that's really good. Those are great. Um, How about this? You get to eliminate one holiday from existence. What holiday are you eliminating? Valentine's (laughs) Day. Valentine's Day. (laughs) You said that like I didn't even finish the sentence and you were just like, boom. (laughs) St. Patrick's Day too. Get away. Get rid of that. You only get one. Okay, Valentine's Day. No reason for it. Stupid holiday. Uh, All right. A couple more questions here on Get to Know Your Anthony. What celebrity have you lost total respect for and why? I want to say somebody like Kanye or just because he's whacked out of his brain. Did you ever respect him to begin with? Mm, No, that's why it's hard to say that. Yeah. Somebody at... Gwyneth Paltrow, just because I liked her, but you make me not like her. Well, she she makes you not like her. She no, gives us I, all I don't a lot care of reasons. She, I don't care what she... <laughs> I don't pay that much attention to her. I just hate her because you hate her. Yes. <laughs> and Jenny McCarthy, I, I you know, I like her, but you make me not like her, so I can't well, like her. Because she's against vaccinations and she's killing children yeah (laughs) right so it's just people that you don't like i think i just team up with you and just it's easier that way smart because i don't like anybody so (laughs) (laughs) 
you know, it, it, it doesn't, I, I like three people in the whole world. So mm-hmm. it's hard to say what celebrity I don't like. All right. What are you hilariously bad at? What bad at? This is tough because you're good at a lot of stuff, but it's got to be something that you're. <laughs> I could okay. never draw. And it always pissed me off because my dad was a great artist. But, oh, really? Yeah. I mean, I have paintings all over that he made. But I didn't know that. Yeah. And I can't do anything. I can't like draw a stick figure. I can't do it. This is why we're doing this segment. I didn't know that your dad was a great artist. And I didn't know that you had paintings all over that were from him. That's This is all brand new information. Yeah. That's the... When my grandfather passed away, that's the first thing I took was a big painting that my dad had. And it was in the living room forever. But now it's here. What's it of? It's, uh, it's like a clown painting, but it's like his interpretation of a clown. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's 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 just a huge painting that was always in the living room. When you walked into my grandparents' living room, that's what you saw. I love that your grandparents had that painting up on their wall that their son had done. Like, that's amazing. That's real support there. That's I mean, this cool. is... But I can't draw a stick figure. I needed... <laughs> I needed a, a a photo of a stick figure for a bit that we did on the air, and I had mm. my wife draw the stick figure because I can't even draw a stick figure. I'm horrible at it. That's like that's a cooking equivalent of I can't boil, boil water. Yeah, and it's always yeah. pissed me off because, like in school, they you know draw this or when they when you had to draw the duck or something. I could I could never do it. What's your low key superpower? I can deal with Cooper. Um, <laughs> other, other than that. I'm good at audio things, I think. Mm-hmm. And I can usually play out how something's going to end before it even happens. That's true. You're really good at stuff like that. That's I have to say, that is definitely your superpower that you can, even in a situation, you're like, nah, there's no way. And you're always right. You're like, see, I told you that was going to happen. And it's stuff like, I remember so many times that you predicted stuff that was happening in our lives with people around us. And in the moment, I was like, that's not possible. That'll never happen. That person is never going to, oh my God, they just did that. Yeah. So I, I play out every scenario before I do it in my head. And how it usually goes that way. That even went down to topics. When we did topics, I could figure out how it's going to go and how it's going to end. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's a really good. That's a really good quality. Yeah. What is the one thing that you do that you're like, oh my god, this is so adult. I wish I didn't do this. Like, what? What's one thing that makes you feel like an adult that you're like, this is fucking scary. <laughs> like, I never thought I'd be this guy. <laughs> <laughs> when I get out of bed and go, oh. <laughs> My back. (laughs) Everything hurts. Oh, my knee. (laughs) How did I get to be this guy? Yeah, when I would go to the gym and then you would work out for a half an hour, then the next day, for the next three days, you would be out of commission because your body can't handle it anymore. Right. Or I could wash my, I could go out and wash my car right now and my knees would hurt for three days. And that makes me insane. It's the Cooper and Anthony Show. Cool. The best Cooper Lawrence topic ever. 
Oh my God, is it dogs eating pancakes? <laughs> no, this is actually even better than that. <laughs> Whoa, okay. Doctors are sharing harmless signs that should make you go to the hospital ASAP. <gasps> Yes. Oh, my God. I've been looking for this segment my entire life. (laughs) So doctors are finally saying this may seem harmless at the time, but stop what you're doing and go to the hospital right now. Okay. Because if you don't, you're going to die. Oh, my God. Tell me. I I hope I don't have any of these things going on right now. Go ahead. Tell me. This guy says, I'm a mortician. And I can't Mm. tell you how many pickups I've done where somebody has shit blood and then decided to take a shower to clean up before getting help and died in the shower. If you shit blood, call an ambulance. Wow. Because I can see you do that. Shit blood and go, oh, I got to go clean up. I can't go to the doctor like this. Right. So, wow. I never even thought about that shitting blood is anything. I never even, I don't really look, but I guess I'll look from now on. Joe, come here. Is that shit (laughs) red or is that brown? Well, you know, when I was in my 20s, I went to the bathroom and I noticed that it was pretty red and I freaked out and I went to the doctor and he did all these tests and he's like, you're fine. And then he did a test on my poop and he's like, do you eat a lot of beets? I was like, yeah, I have them almost every day. He's like, that's why. Uh, wait, <laughs> don't like, eat any beets because now if you shit red, you're going to. I'll never know. You'll never know. Okay. After a head trauma, if there's mm-hmm. bruising under your eyes, like raccoon eyes or yeah. bruising behind the ear, go to the doctor ASAP. This wow. indicates a skull fracture. Wow. So if you bump your head and you have raccoon eyes, call an ambulance. Or black and blue behind the ear. Okay, that's this is good to know. You get you gotta can you send me this link? I need to keep this in my phone as like a checklist. Every day I'll just go down as a checklist. Yeah, go ahead. It, What's the it, next one? <laughs> you're you're writing all these down. A red line traveling from the site of a wound, like from a scratch. Okay. And the red line goes towards your heart. That's blood poisoning. You need to get to a doctor ASAP for intensive antibiotics. All right. So if I have, I have a scratch on my arm, I'm just looking at it right now. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> if okay, it's so going it's... towards your heart, that could be blood poisoning. It's just a, a, do you see this little scratch on my arm? Is that going anywhere? It, it's, it's going a little... a little bit towards your heart. I don't know. No, it's. I'll take a look at it once we get off the air. This one you don't have to worry about, but worry about it for Joe. If you hurt your back and then you get a hard on, go to the hospital. This could indicate <laughs> just not immediately. <laughs> yeah, this could indicate severe spinal cord injury. Call an ambulance immediately. S- spinal cord injury gives you a hard on? That's yeah. interesting. <laughs> so I had no idea. So if you hurt your back, and your back is real here, and you get hard, you, you got to go. Yeah. Okay. If you are slurring your words without being under the influence of anything, that is a stroke. Right. If you lay down for any reason after slurring your words, you will not wake up. Stroke! 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 Stop mocking me! Okay, if you slur your words. So how do you call 911 if you're slurring your words? I don't know. He's like, 
and then they come, I guess. Wow. But don't slur your words and then go, I'm going to go lay down. Right. If you start to feel dizzy, you have headaches or nausea, and you have gas appliances in your home, get out of the house immediately. Because that's that's a carbon dioxide or carbon monoxide leak. So if you feel dizzy, you have a headache or nausea and you go, I have a gas stove. Get out of the house. Get out of the house. Many people neglect blood in your urine. That could be kidney or bladder cancer. Whoa, that's pretty serious. It's tough for women because the obvious reasons, but you got to determine what's normal blood and what's. So now you can't poo and now you can't pee without looking at it. I know. Well, now I'm going to look at everything. All right. Do you have flashes of light sometimes and floaters in um, your vision? Yes, I did. And that's how I found out. Remember, that's that's why we now have Dr. Gentili on the show, because this is something no one ever told me. This could save people's lives and their eyes right now. I never knew this, but if you have floaters or if you have flashes of light on the corner of your eye, usually it is, mm-hmm. that means your retina is detaching. <laughs> and I know this because- had. I know this because it's happened to me. You need to get to an eye surgeon immediately. If your period is so heavy, it soaks through a pad in less than an hour, go to mm-hmm. the hospital. Less than an hour? That's weird. Oh, it is? Okay. I no idea. Okay. Pain in your leg without a cause. So if your leg has pain, there's no mm-hmm. cause for the pain. You could have a blood clot. How bad is that pain? I mean, you know, you get to a certain age, everything always hurts. I think you know if it's just leg pain or pain. Hold that. Hold there. It's the Cooper and Anthony Show. Every once in a while, you watch some weird stuff. So I'm going to ask this question, and don't give me a snotty answer. (laughs) That's going to be impossible. (laughs) Okay, I'll try. (laughs) I'm not going to promise, but I'll try. Do you watch The Bachelor? No. No. I can't. I, I, I've tried a couple of times because, I mean, there's hot chicks on there. Well, that's why I'm asking. I'm wondering if you kind of like watch for the hot chicks and fantasize that maybe you're The Bachelor. Yeah. I mean, there's a, just a gaggle of hot chicks on that show and I should watch it, but I can't. I can't get through five seconds of it. It makes me insane. Right. Well, okay. so my history with with The Bachelor is kind of interesting. So initially, of course, I had to watch it initially because I was working in morning pop radio. Mm -hmm. So anything going on in pop culture, we had to be on. And The Bachelor was a new show at the time. So, you know, obviously we would have somebody record it the night before. We would take the most interesting stuff and I would talk about it. The guys would make fun of it. And we just sort of made a bit out of it. Mm -hmm. But then it got old really quickly. And if you remember, the initial problem people had was that it's a man picking women. And it's such misogyny, which it was. But um, so they they then released The Bachelorette, where you have a woman picking Mm men, which is really no better. So once it became kind of like regular in pop culture and it was not important, unless something big happened, something like really odd or interesting, we didn't really cover it. We were kind of over it by then. So cut to, I meet my ex-husband. We start dating. 
his French mother wanted to have nothing to do with me. She did not like me from the very beginning. So, you know, but I loved her son and I wanted to marry him. So I was like, I got to find a way into this woman's heart. So I say to Sean, my uh, fiance at the time, what's your mother into? And I'm hoping it's something like, Bowling, <laughs> something crochet. we could go do. Yeah, something we could do together. <laughs> something easy, like let's let's crochet. Let's go to crochet class together, mm-hmm. or whatever. He's like, she's really into The Bachelor. No, no. Which is really fascinating because she's a social worker and is like a real intellectual, and she watches PBS and she travels the world, going to lectures on the brain. You know, so of all things, I was so shocked. Wait, The Bachelor? She she likes the Oh, she loves The Bachelor. Doesn't miss an episode, tries to talk about it with the family, but nobody else watches it, so she's sort of on her own there. I was like, "Okay. I'm doing this for love." Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, you know, perfect because how hard is it to start watching a TV show and getting into a TV show? So I start watching The Bachelor, so I have something to talk to my potential mother-in-law about. And it works. It's like we go out for lunch, and it used to be really awkward, but now I go, oh my God, can you believe what happened this week? Can you believe that so-and-so did this, or he said that, or do you think he's going to pick the blonde girl? Like, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it became a conversation, you know, and, and it, it became something that kind of bonded us. But as the years have gone on, The Bachelor has taken a lot of criticism and they've tried to bring in more people of color, but it it just doesn't work. It's just for some reason it doesn't work. And I was thinking, I'm really shocked that it's still on. And I just feel like maybe it's time for The Bachelor to go. I think it overstayed its welcome. And initially it was because it was a little on the misogynistic side and it shows people, you know, everybody trying to look perfect and an unrealistic beauty standard and no one on the show is fat no one on the show is ugly you know just it's not very it's just it's the opposite of woke so i feel like it's time for the bachelor to go the idea of like that old school courtship and all the like really super extreme gender roles as well as the competition aspect of it i just feel like all that stuff is like, it's so not what dating is anymore. Not that it ever was, but 20-something years ago when the show came out, you can kind of make an argument for, well, there's a lot of dating apps now, and this is sort of like people and dating and whatever. It's just so not realistic, and it's the opposite of woke. I think it's time for The Bachelor to go. But the thing that you got to know is I was in a job where I had to stare at ratings all the time. And The Bachelor was always top four. So it'd either be number one, two, three, or four every week. So it's never going to go away because it gets ratings. But maybe they can find a different show that can get ratings. You know what I'm saying? I I think just because a show gets ratings, it doesn't mean it belongs on television anymore. You know, everyone's primarily white. Everyone's primarily heterosexual. Occasionally you get a girl who's bisexual, but really occasionally, you know, it's just, it's so not a reflection of society at all. But it's the reflection of ratings. So that's all that matters. As long as it gets ratings, it's, it's not going anywhere. People are, people still watch it and it doesn't matter if it's trash, if it's good or bad. So long as they watch it, they watch, I mean, 
people still watch uh, catfish on MTV. So it, there's trash and you watch it. Yeah, but I mean, I feel like that anyone who watches that and thinks that that's what dating is like for young people is sorely mistaken. It's just it's just the wrong message. And then here's the other thing. I feel like it's an okay, so my mother-in-law is in her 60s. Mm-hmm. So it's or my ex-mother-in-law I should say is in her 60s. So it's an older crowd of people watching it. I don't think somebody who is 19-year-old, a 19-year-old is not watching that thinking it's aspirational. There's no way. Do you know what I mean? So I feel like it's an older generation who's watching it anyway. And they think that's what dating is for a younger generation. And then you get like your ma or your grandma who's like, oh, why don't you go on The Bachelor? How come you don't wear dresses like that when you go on a date? Or, you know, like comparing dating now to that because they have no other experience with current dating. They don't understand what dating is about right now. No, I put it on the same level as the the Real Housewives or whatever. That's trash mm-hmm. TV too. So there's there's room for all kinds of trash TV on TV. Right, but the difference is with the Housewives, it's not aspirational. No one looks at them and thinks, I, w- I wish my life was like that because it's the opposite. What they show you is that money does not buy you happiness. These women are miserable. Mm-hmm. They always end up getting divorced. You know, they always end up fighting with each other. They always end up with like too much plastic surgery because they're too self-conscious or too vain. Like it does not send a good message at all about aging. But so women who are in the age range that watch those shows and I'm I watch one of the housewives because mm. I watch it from the beginning and I'm still stuck with it the way people still watch Grey's Anatomy but I feel like if anything I feel better about my life I'm like wow these women are so wealthy but oh my god what a piece of shit she is like at least my friends are awesome like my friends would never treat me like that or my life it, I have a great boyfriend you know this woman's boyfriend is like cheating on her with everybody you know what I mean like it's just I feel like it makes you feel good about yourself the Bachelor, I think, is designed to make people feel badly about themselves. And like I said, it's for an older generation to make their daughters and granddaughters feel badly about themselves. So, you know, rating schmatings, it's just, it sends the wrong message. Mm. I just don't, I don't, none of my friends watch it. Nobody I know watches it anymore. I feel like it's so old school now. It's like there must be a much older generation who's watching it and who just found it. Do you know what I mean? Like for us, we watch The Bachelor. 15 years ago mm-hmm. no, no one's watching it anymore it's the highest rated in 1849 demo too with 5.3 million viewers yeah but that's people who still have television and watch television it's 1849 no that's that's a lower demographic pulling a six share but i think closer to four, closer to 49 you know, if you get people in there from 45 to 49 who are watching that show, mm-hmm. that, that's the demo they fall into. So if you have millions of people between the ages of 45 and 49, it's going to read as 1849. But believe me, there's no 18-year-old out there being like, I can't wait to go home and sit in front of the television and watch television. <laughs> well, there's no 18-year-old watching any TV, so... <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That's what I mean. They're on YouTube, they're on TikTok, they're on other things. Like, there's yeah. no there's no 18-year-old in this country <laughs> no. anymore that can't wait to get home and watch television. No, my son even diverts his eyes when he walks through the living room he doesn't even want to watch tv that way when he walks to the refrigerator so i can't tell you the last time he saw a tv 
Right, because it may rub off on him in a, in a negative way somehow. <laughs> I might I mean, like you know, that. I can't watch you know, it. Yeah, the crazy thing is how many of my friends had to like explain to their children who Will Smith is and mm. who Chris Rock is. After that whole thing blew up this week on at the Oscars, I had friends that like their kids were like, who are these people? They had to explain to their children who Will Smith and who Chris Rock were. <laughs> well, I mean, Chris Rock, the voices, cartoons, Will Smith was on the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, which still plays on Nick at Night. So they know it that way. Both of my they kids don't. Both of my <laughs> kids know who they are. But, you know, I can see a lot of kids that wouldn't know who they are. No idea. And they had to explain. So Chris Rock is this comedian who you probably know from, you know, they had to like start from the beginning with them. Mm-hmm. It's not like they're not household names to a certain generation the way it is for us afro circus song chris rock saying that they know that from tiktok right so they know the chris rock song that he sang in a cartoon because it's, it's hot on tiktok right the guy from men in black they don't even know that i mean that was 25 years ago when it first came out yeah it doesn't matter how long ago it was it's an iconic movie it's like not knowing not knowing the matrix is Hmm. yeah i don't think my youngest son has ever seen men in black or knows what it is but that's unusual because most kids have seen men in black Hmm. like that's one of those like old school movies that they do watch he diverts his eyes no i don't want to see that it'll give me brain cancer when he walks past Right, but that's just him. Most most kids have seen Men in Black. You can say Men in Black and they know what you're talking about. Mercy. Someone's got a pretty high opinion of herself. It's the Cooper and Anthony Show. If I had a million dollars. If I had a million dollars. I'm going to give you one million dollars, but you got to spend it in a week. Okay. So uh, here's one million dollars. Spend it in a week. I'm going to give you a choice of things that you would like or thing. You have to pick one of four that you would spend your money on. You do realize a million dollars is not a lot of money anymore. It is to me. (laughs) I mean, it's a a lot of money, but you can't like you can't retire on it. You can't buy a decent apartment. You you have to do it for a week. So I'm giving you a million dollars. You have to spend it on certain things. So you got to tell me what you're going to choose. I'm telling you right now, $5 to me is a lot of money. So if you gave me $5, I'd be like, kick ass. I can eat tomorrow. Um, So I wait, (laughs) a million dollars is a lot of money. I don't want people listening being like, she doesn't think a million dollars is a lot of money. It's a lot of money. Believe me, a million. I don't, I've never seen a million (laughs) dollars. Like I don't, I don't have a million dollars. I've never seen a million dollars. I don't know many people who have a million dollars, but what I mean is in today's economy, a million dollars is not something you can retire on. And in a lot of cities, it's not something you can even buy property with. Right. So I'm going to give you the money. You have to pick one of four of these trips. Which one are you going to pick? Which one are you going to go to? Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to send you on a trip. Are you going to go to Dubai? No. Waterfront Villa in Fiji? No. No? No. You don't want to do that? Hotel Martinez in Cannes, or you're going to stay at the Plaza in New York. I hate to burst your bubble, but the Plaza in New York is turned into, it's not that it's a dump. 
It's just that it's not the exquisite. It's not what you think. Right. It's a hotel like any other. It's not special anymore. There's much better hotels in New York if you're going to come here. Um, I guess I'd go to if I have to use the million dollars to go to one of those places. I guess I would choose Cannes because my boyfriend really wants to go back to France because he did a semester there when he was in school and he loves everything French and he speaks French. So I guess I would choose that. But the truth is, the next trip I take, I haven't seen enough of this country. Like, I've never been to Chicago. Do you know what I mean? Like, I want to, if I had not missing anything. (laughs) (laughs) Walk down the uh, block in New York and it's just like Chicago. Just close your eyes. (laughs) But if I, but if I had a million dollars, I would take a trip across country. I would go to all the cities and states. I'm giving you four of these and you have to pick one. I guess I, I don't. You know me. I hate traveling. I find it so boring. I have nothing. There's nothing I want to see anywhere. So you I guess go to the plaza just because you can get away York from people. And I could just. I, you know why? You know why I want to go there? Because I could stay there for the, just the one night and then go home. <laughs> right. And somebody will uh, make up your bed. <laughs> okay, I'm choosing. You know, in that case, I'm choosing the plaza because I can not walk France. there. Not <laughs> <I> France. Can- <laughs> You're choosing that. All right. I'm choosing the plaza. I'm choosing somewhere I can walk to the plaza. You get to hire a celebrity for a private concert. Are you going to hire Marshmallow, Alanis okay. Morissette, okay, Blake Shelton, or Fifty Cent? Um. I think Marshmallow, because he's a great DJ. That'd be a fun party, and people. No, I'm serious. Because it, listen, it would be a fun party. People would want. People would dance. You know, Alanis Morissette. I shouldn't tell you this, but I'm going to. So I worked at a radio station, and Alanis Morissette was one of the artists that we were playing. And the album that came out after the you, the whole "You Ought to Know" thing after mm. that album, her, her next album after she came back from India. So that was the album that was the album that she was promoting. So they thought it'd be fun to have some of the DJs on stage with her because she had this she was playing at like a relatively small venue, not that big. It wasn't it wasn't a stadium, but it was a nice size venue here in New York City. And she did the entire stage like India, like there were like big pillows and like fluffy things to sit on and lots of drapes and stuff like that. So they put us all up on the stage for the concert and I fell dead asleep. <laughs> <laughs> well that song hey india was horrible oh that was no right. I, I just laugh at the marshmallow because we always made fun of him it could just be anybody in a in a mask <laughs> right it doesn't have to be marshmallow just just a guy on the ones and twos with that big giant mask on his head i don't care <laughs> this guy walks in with that big thing on he go oh it's marshmallow and if you took it off we'd have no idea yeah no i'm, I'm choosing marshmallow just because for the dance, you know, that'd be a fun party. And if I'm having, I mean, if I'm, if I'm having an artist, it's because I'm going to have a party. All right. I'm going to send you to a restaurant. Now you're not going to go to any of these. So <laughs> the undersea in Maldives, the Arkawa in Tokyo, Guy Savoy in Paris or Mesa in New York. Are you fucking kidding me? Of course I'm going to Savoy in Paris. That's the, that is world-class dining. That's the best meal you will ever eat in your entire life. I know, but there's going to have to be a whole class with the the, the waitress when you walk in. 
Oh, that's true. <laughs> I, I don't eat this. I'm allergic to that. Does that have gluten in it? Doesn't matter if Wait. it's the best restaurant in the world. That's You're still a pain in the ass. Yeah, there's not much I can eat there. Well, no, but maybe, you know what? In that case, the Japanese one, because they have rice and they have fish. <laughs> there you go. That There's one. All right. A car, you don't care about cars. So, okay. Well, no, you answer that one then. All right. Cars, we're talking Bugatti Veyron. Lamborghini, the Tesla, or the Jeep Gladiator. Not going to be the Jeep. It'll be the Lamborghini. Screw it, Tesla. Yeah, I'm not interested in Tesla. I would never get a Tesla. And it's, I got to tell you, Tesla, it's shocking to me how many people that live in New York that drive Teslas. They're I, everywhere. I can't many, they're like squirrels. They, right. I thought they were like ridiculously expensive. I guess they're not that expensive if so many people have them. No, they're pretty expensive. I mean, like my car would be. 20 to 30,000 they're 50 to 60,000 so you can get a used one for like 40 grand that's How much crazy is Lamborghini oh like 200,000 and a Bugatti well, Veyron is is 400,000 so well, that's the one I want I want the most expensive one you want yeah but the Bugatti Veyron it's like five million dollars just to drive it you know because you got to put new tires on it every 15 minutes it's got 16 turbo it's too much too much upkeep. Can't do it. Uh, I'm going to send you to a glorious spa. Okay. All right. And you can get either a caviar facial. Ooh. Evian bath. Wait, so it's fish on my face. No, thank you. Fish eggs. I don't know. I guess people like it. So caviar facial, Evian bath, head to toe, 24 karat gold body mask. Ooh. Or a six-hour-long massage. No. I can't tell you. I've had massages. I hate them. I really do because people don't touch me the way I like. My boyfriend knows how to massage me. I don't like strangers touching me anyway. And I feel like I always get sick after a massage. People don't wash their hands. I don't know what it is. <laughs> so definitely not a massage. I'm going for the solid gold head-to-toe body mask, and they take that off, and your skin is like you're 15 again. Well, the thing about massage, it releases toxins in your body. No, it doesn't. Lots that's of toxins. Lots that's of toxins in your body. So that's the problem. Okay, Gwyneth Paltrow. There's no such thing as toxins. It's Talk in your to body. A it's it's oh, toxins. For sake. It's not. It's not a thing. That's not true. That is something that spiritual people, not spiritual people, but like um, scammers made up to sell you shit, like Gwyneth Paltrow did to sell you shit from her goop. You're hungry. You get to hire a celebrity chef to cook all your meals. Are you going to hire Reed Drummond, Marcus Samuelson? Oh, I love Kristen Kish or Guy Fieri? I don't know who Kristen Kish is. Guy Fieri makes too many things that are fried. No, thank you. And I, his restaurant here. But sucks. he's been on our show. <laughs> no, he's a great guy. But he no, wished me not happy him. birthday. Yeah, I remember he did. Yeah. I'm going with Marcus Samuelson because he has this great restaurant on 43rd Street that has the most delectable food and it's stuff there I can eat. Um, I think it's called like Esca or something. I forgot the name of his restaurant, but he's amazing. Definitely him. Mm. I'm going to put you on a private jet. You get to go somewhere just for 24 hours. So you get to go there, hang out, and then come right back. Can I choose? Are you going to give me choices? I'm going to give you four, and you got to pick one. <sighs> Fine. No, because you're going to pick Utah. 
It's my jet. Why can't I go wherever I want to go? Because the jet only goes to four places. Okay. <laughs> That's a terrible jet. <laughs> okay. We'll throw Utah in there. There's five. Okay. Utah. <laughs> you can go there. Tuscany, okay. Italy. Uh-huh. Geneva, Switzerland. Uh-huh. Bangkok. No. Or Sydney, Australia. Sydney's too far, but I'd really I'd love to go to Sydney. Yeah. I mean, if I really if if I can get there, if it was one of those like kind of jets that you can just be there in no time at all, like in an hour, I would of course pick Sydney, Australia, because it it just looks like a beautiful city that I've never seen that I'm dying to see. Well, see, then you can go and call Jackie O from Kyle and Jackie O a bitch to her face. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> Hey, I'm Cooper. Remember me? <laughs> no one to Just call go you knock a on bitch. the door. Yeah. Put me on the air. So, Sydney, Bangkok, Switzerland, or Italy? You know, Switzerland feels the most exotic because it's not a place I'd normally go. I've been to Italy with my mom. We didn't go to Tuscany, which I'm sure is amazing. Mm. Tuscany does sound good because I heard the food there is really good. But, you know, Switzerland, they have chocolate, Swiss chocolate. I want to go to Switzerland. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing Bangkok. Of course you are. You, it's prostitutes everywhere. <laughs> it's like for $2. <laughs> That's exactly why I want to go. <laughs> right. <laughs> Can I borrow $2? <laughs> no, no, screw it. Can I borrow 4 <laughs> I want to get a higher... Quality prostitute. Avoid boring your audience. It's the Cooper and Anthony Show. This is done only as a courtesy to your audience. I got an apartment that's for sale. Here's the listing for it. Okay. 59th floor, luxury walk-up with central heat and air, dishwasher. Stop, stop, stop. 59th floor and it's a (laughs) walk-up? It's a luxury walk-up. Wait a minute, wait a minute. So I have to walk up 59 flights? How's that possible? No. There's a building in New York now in the financial district. It's 59 stories. The elevator has been out since November. Oh. Holy shit. Are you kidding me? People are complaining. It's a 750. You think they're complaining? 750 unit building. I'm speechless. Wait, th- there has to be some law against that. No, every now and then the elevator will go to the 15th floor. Okay. But that's as high as it goes. <laughs> so sometimes you can go up at least 15 flights. But if you live on the 59th story, you're walking. But how, you, there's no way you can walk 59 flights every single day and not get a heart attack. It's, it's, there's no way you can do it. You, it's not possible. That they, have to, they haven't fixed it yet. There's no plausible theory, they say, why the problem with this elevator and why it doesn't work. They've hired new people to, to look at it. Emerg- if you're up there and you have an emergency, nobody can come get you. <laughs> can you imagine if you have to walk your dog? Oh, my God. <laughs> How are you walking your dog every day? Twice a day. Or groceries. Oh my God, I would call, I'd be calling Grubhub like crazy. I would have fresh directed Grubhub. 
<laughs> Three meals a day. So those people that deliver, you know, like uh, a six sixty pack of water. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's what I want. Yeah, you have to bring it to me. So yeah, so the building now feels bad. They feel bad. Wait a second. <laughs> Hang on a minute. This is the. Anthony, this is not possible. Nobody can live on the 59th floor with no elevator for all those months. This must be a huge lawsuit going on. It's got to be, right? They're putting people now in hotels because they feel bad. What? They're finally putting people in hotels? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I guess now they're mad. It's been so since November, but 750 unit building. So you got to imagine how many people live above the 15th floor hang on a minute you're telling me for nearly five months this elevator has been out let me tell you something if the elevator in my building is out for a day we have four elevators if one if the one that goes to the laundry room is out for a day it this building has hell to pay there's like how many residents are here we have um let's see there's uh, 388 apartments mm-hmm. here and there's at least one person, if not two, per. So there's, thou- there's a f- couple thousand people that live in this building. We have What you can do is if the elevator's out that goes to the basement, you take the elevator to the lobby and then you walk down one flight. There are people here that if they had to do that, oh my God, the building would never hear the end of it. They'd call the board. <laughs> they would call the city. There'd be a lawsuit. There's no way that there's an apartment building with all those flights that has gone five months without an elevator. It's not possible. Okay, so some people have been able to break their lease and get okay. and get out of this building. But, so I say, good for them, but how the hell are you going to get your bed and all that crap out of the, the building? Right, that's the problem. Your stuff is still there. You don't live there anymore, but your stuff does. You pivot, pivot. I bet you would be in great shape, though. <laughs> I mean, the person next to you on the 59th floor, you guys are buff. We're buff. We're in great shape. <laughs> it's the best shape building you can think of. So now, I mean, they're going to fix it eventually, I think. It, 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 probably you can get a good deal. No, thank you. <laughs> 59th floor walk up. So there you go. It's in the financial district. So it's nice. 